What are you thankful for today? You don't have to answer that right now, but you may need to answer that in a little bit. We are told in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Are you grateful? Do you give thanks? What do you give thanks for? You know, we we face times that are challenging in different ways and each of us in different situations and scenarios and circumstances. But sometimes the, the antidote to our frustration perhaps or our discouragement is to give thanks. To see the blessings that we do have and to count them. I looked at a number of scriptures that refer to giving of thanks. Commands to give thanks. The call to give thanks. And I saw three specific categories that I would like to bring to our attention. Look at a few examples and then open it up for your giving of thanks. First of all, I see that we are called to give thanks. And one of the major and the most important, perhaps, of the things to give thanks for is for the person and character of our, of our God, of our Creator. In Psalm 30, verse 4, the call is to sing unto the Lord, O ye his saints, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. As we meditate on and ponder the greatness of God, the person of God, and his holiness. You know, we heard in the meditation earlier this morning about holiness of speech. Holiness, that being set apart, that being different from the rest, the surrounding, the the normal. God is holy. He is not like the gods of the nations other verses speak of. Remember and give thanks that he is God alone, a holy God. Psalm 107, verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, what, it, what, a, what a, a privilege it is to serve a good God. Not like the the gods of the heathen, many of which need to be pacified, need to be harsh, harsh demands for their own, the gods' own supposedly needs, perhaps. Our God is good, and that his mercy endureth forever. That phrase, I don't know how many times it's in the Psalms and in some of the other books, but it is a very prominent phrase used by David. For he is good. 
for his mercy endureth forever. And I have to think of the life of David and what all he went through. And he experienced the mercy of God and the mercy of God again and again. His life was not a life of ease. He spent years fleeing for his life. And yet he could say the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. He fell into sin. And oh, he was thankful for the mercy of God, the forgiveness of God. Let's give thanks for who God is, for that he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Psalm 92, verses 1 to 4. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. As we declare God's goodness to us, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning, thy faithfulness every night, we reflect on the character of God, the person and character of God. It calls us to give him thanks. As we see the works of his hands, the things he has made around us, It is a good thing to give thanks. And here it referenced morning and night. In Psalm 119, verse 62, it says, At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. What do you do when you wake up at 1.30? Assuming you're not going out to milk. Do you give thanks to the Lord? Do you ponder the righteousness of God and and his character. That is one thing we are to give thanks for, who God is. The second category that that I saw, and that is the works of God and the provision of God specifically for salvation, but just the general working and the way God has met our needs. It's interesting how much The books of Corinthians bring this forward. In 1 Corinthians 15. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's victory over death. Victory over Satan, who would condemn us. And we are to be grateful and express that thanks to God. In 2 Corinthians 9.15. Thanks be to God for his unspeakable gift. And that's in the context of giving and sharing with one another monetarily. And it all comes out of a life of gratitude because of what God has done for each of us through Christ. Colossians 1.12 Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Are you grateful for the provision of Christ? Because without without the cleansing of Christ, it says here, 
Thanks be to giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers. We are made suitable to be called his children. To take part in the inheritance of the saints. What a blessed privilege that is. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Now thanks be to God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ and to make manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. I pondered that. Are you triumphing? Are you experiencing the victory over sin and self? Are you experiencing the victory of the new man? And does that emit a savor, a fragrance of the knowledge of God wherever we go? And that will be evidenced by what we say. And I think the words of, of thanksgiving that we utter say a lot about what's in our heart, about how much we value our standing before God in Christ. So, we are called to give thanks for the character of God, for the works and the provision of God, and for our fellow Christians, for our fellow believers. First Thessalonians and second as well, these, these two books written to that church at Thessalonica, over and over, Paul gives thanks for the fellowship and for the blessing of people that have surrendered their lives to the Lordship of Christ. In 1 Thessalonians 1, 1 to 4, Paul and Savanus and Timotheus under the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. When you think of your brothers and sisters, does it well up in you a prayer of thanks to God? Thanks to God for the fellowship, for the encouragement that we can be to one another, for the exhortation and edification that we receive. In 2 Thessalonians, 3, 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 3, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because your faith groweth exceedingly. And the charity of every one of you all toward each other abounded, so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure. Are we thankful for faithful brothers and sisters? And do we express that to God in the presence of others? You know, a lot of these things... We can express in our prayer to God in our closet. But I think as I, as I looked at this subject, 
Many times, thanks is referred to giving thanks, and it's in a public setting, or at least to other people that other people can hear. And it calls others to ponder what they have to be thankful for. And it also, it gives a testimony, a witness that we we acknowledge that all we have is from God. 2 Thessalonians 2. We are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, Thanks for our fellow Christians. Thanks for the brothers and sisters that we can walk with. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. In Romans 16, 3 and 4, Paul says, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have for my life laid down their necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. So people that were working in, in serving and laboring, on the behalf of the church in general, at large, but specifically for Paul, he says, I give thanks. And I encourage you to. And also in 2 Corinthians, verse chapter 8, But thanks be to God, which put the same earnest care into the heart of Titus for you. Thankful that another brother was willing to be faithful in caring for the church there. Call to gratitude, to thankfulness. It's interesting how much David valued the giving of thanks. I mentioned him earlier in some of the Psalms. But you know, in, in First Chronicles, The ark was brought to Jerusalem, and I think it was there that David implemented the, the choirs of the Levites that would sing, and, and be, they were appointed to give thanks continually. That was their, their poor, poor part to do. And it was important to David that God be praised and thanked. Later, at the dedication of the wall of the rebuilding there in Nehemiah, it was interesting how they sought out the Levites from all their places and they brought them to Jerusalem. And there was, there was a dedication. And it says here in, in Nehemiah 12, at the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, they sought the Levites out of all their places to bring them to Jerusalem to keep the dedication with gladness, both with thanksgivings and with singings and with cymbals and psalteries and with harps. 
And I'm going to jump down and it says, Then I brought up the princes from Judah upon the wall and appointed two great companies of them that gave thanks. And they sent these great companies out to different parts of the wall. So stood the two companies of them that gave thanks in the house of God, I and the half of the rulers with me. And later on it says, like David had instituted. They went back and they were remembering how David appointed these people to give thanks. How important is it that you give thanks? What value do you place on your or what, what importance do you believe there is in giving thanks? Daniel was faced with some persecution. And he knew that a writing was signed. But he went into his house with his windows open. And he knelt upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks. Before his God as he did aforetime. And that was a challenge to me. He knew that it would cost him dearly. Still, he valued thanking God, acknowledging God as the giver of all that he had and was. There's another example of giving of thanks. Many of us know this story very well. But there was a man... Walking, walking through a village. And when he came into this village, there were a number of men off to the side. And they, they couldn't, they weren't allowed to come up to the road, but they, they hollered very loudly to this man and this group of people that were walking. They knew who this man was. They had heard some things about him. These men that were off to the side, they were sick. They had a disease that they weren't allowed to be with anybody else. They had quarantine imposed upon them. Social distancing. It was here. They had leprosy. But they knew who Jesus was and they cried out, Jesus, have mercy. And he saw them and he said, go show yourself to the priest. That was what one was to do when they were healed of this disease. They were to go and present themselves so the priest could see that they were clean. Now, it's interesting this was in Samaria, those that did not have a very good relationship with the rest of the Jews. But it says that they went. These men, Jesus said, go, so they went. They went to the priest. And as they went, because they obeyed, their leprosy left, and they were healed. And one of them, out of the ten, only one of them was really thankful. Thankful enough that he turned around and he went back and it says with a loud voice, he shouted, thank you, and he fell down. He made a show. He fell down at the feet of Jesus and he said, thank you for healing me. 
He was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked him, he said, we're not there 10 of you? I thought there were 10 of you in that group. I sent 10 of you off to the priest. Where are the other nine? Where are your friends, your associates? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And Jesus said, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. A picture of someone that was truly grateful. Are you grateful for the cleansing you have received? Do you express that daily to the Lord? Turn with me to Colossians chapter 3. I'd like to read a few verses there yet. And then I invite your, your participation in expressing thanks. Colossians chapter 3, beginning in verse 12. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, vows of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Thankfulness should be the foundation that our life flows from here. If we're thankful for our forgiveness, we'll be more ready to forgive someone else.